Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison. Hello. Actually, in person. In person. Caitlin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hi. Back with a little bit of a cough left, but going to tough it out today. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, RJ. Hello. Jake. Hello. And Maria, also not feeling Hi. 100%, but happy to have you here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's one of those kinds of days, I yeah. guess. Everyone's um, mourning the loss of summer, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But uh, I know Allison was a little dejected with like how many days of rain in a row and she was like oh like six yeah it was it was rough yeah seasonal what is that seasonal affective disorder affective disorder yeah. yeah sad yeah <laughs> yeah yes uh, but it's nice and sunny here today mm -hmm. and uh yeah i'm back from yes. the great outdoors <laughs> i lived outdoors for like for an entire month i'm super proud of myself for for that yeah <laughs> wow uh, yeah yeah so i did to be fair i did have access to you know like uh, the inside of a house for the bathroom yeah, I was gonna say, you had access to running water and running water yeah. and i got <laughs> to a flushing toilet yeah and a shower and all prepare that. my meals <laughs> in, in the kitchen i could be in there for a little bit before mm -hmm. the cats got to me so <laughs> but i slept and worked outdoors so that was that was uh yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. I was supposed and, to. Oh, go ahead. And slept on the ground. Slept on like, the. No. I slept on the ground for a week. For a week. And, okay. And then you got a full bed frame we and took, mattress. And, I couldn't and handle a table. it. I was too weak. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we actually got an entire bed from inside and yeah. moved it into the tent. Yes. Correct. With a complete with a nightstand and a lamp and the whole bed. So yeah. it was pretty cozy in the end. Yeah. Oh, geez. And a tarp really on the ground. The outdoors anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why I had to rename it Fat Glamp instead of Fat Camp. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I did make progress. Um, I was supposed to be another ten days or so. Two weeks. And I had another two weeks left mm -hmm. on my schedule and another 15 pounds to go, <laughs> which I'll have to do here now. Yeah. Um, but um, Allison, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, hurt her back and she's basically mm -hmm. bedridden. So I had to come back early. Yeah. Um, she can't walk the dog, which is kind of ironic <laughs> because tell them how you got hurt. <laughs> so Leah hates being left alone. Very much. Very much. We so. have her on camera, by the way. So when she's, when she's alone, we put her on camera. And then um, it sends me an alert every time it detects a sound over a certain volume. And basically all day long, it's like <laughs> sound detected. Yeah, she's crying. And then you see like the, it takes a little like snapshot of her. <laughs> with her head up in the air howling it's, it's it's sad it's really sad so she um if she can tell that you're leaving she gets herself really worked mm -hmm. up and she tries to, and she tries to run out the door yeah. to the hallway into and the she elevator knows, by the way because oh. like if you just go into starbucks she's fine she's like whatever yeah um she knows but she knows when while. um she's getting ready to go to work yeah she knows what my backpack means <laughs> Um, oh, so back of betrayal. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I just kind of let her 
run into the hallway. I don't try to like get out the door in front of her. And usually um, I just, I bring her back to the apartment by her collar and that works fine. Um, Mm -hmm. But just this one instance, I was bent over and had, and had her by the collar and she just sort of like crossed to the other side of my body when I was bent, when I was bent over and it was just kind of like, Oh, nope. (laughs) Um, So it was just, uh, I tried to like power through it for about a day, but I realized Mm -hmm. I couldn't like actually rest if I had to do all normal life stuff and I was just going to be injured for longer. (laughs) And it's fine. Like we have a dog walker who she likes, but you sort of can't rest if like someone's coming into your space and you have to like talk to them and make sure things are sort of cleaned up enough for someone to be in your house if that makes sense yeah and he's not available <laughs> at all the the perfect times so yeah it's and he awkward. and he brings his giant dog That's... with him on the walk and he's very sweet but he jumps on me every time he is <laughs> and big i was like and... i can't yeah rory's gonna knock me over so yeah. i just couldn't um yeah yeah couldn't rely on him for every walk <laughs> so david's back Thank I'm goodness. back. Yeah, he, he came <laughs> yeah. knight in shining armor. He was like, I'm just going to come back. Yeah. And I really appreciated yeah. that. And big shout out to my cousin for driving me all the way back to New York City and back in the same night. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was that a drive. Yeah. yeah. So David made me a little pillow contraption for being upright for the podcast. So, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doing yep. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny looking. I gotta, yeah. gotta say, it, but but it works. Yeah, <laughs> we got her in a seated works. position. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, on with the fun facts. Yes. Uh, let's see. Is there any special occasions coming up or anything? It's weird because we have um, usually when the sidewalk is blocked off with big concrete things, that means there's an event. Yeah. But is that for already for Halloween, you think? It's for the marathon. But marathon. that's that's after Halloween, but that's what it's for. Oh, okay. That ties into my fun fact. Ooh, oh. All right. You want to kick us off? <laughs> yeah. All let's right. do it. <laughs> uh, so longtime listeners of the podcast <laughs> will realize that I was supposed to talk about this last week, uh-huh. but I forgot it because, you know. Memory. Age. Um, age. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So I've been, I grew up running like competitively. That's kind of like the sport that, that I did. Oh, um, like distance, sprinting, what, what? Uh, distance. Oh, oh, so I've wow. worked up to a marathon. I've run a marathon on my own. Um, unfortunately I'd gotten hurt, um, in the training and I wasn't able to meet the like actual events, mm-hmm. but I did it anyway. So. I tell people I've ran a marathon, but I haven't actually like. You didn't get the badge. You didn't get, I the, didn't get the badge. The T-shirt. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day I'll fix that. Yeah, but, you need to come out here to New York every time. Uh, everyone wears their. I mean, the whole city is flooded with <laughs> people with their little medals. They love to show them off, and they wear their. They get. They hand out like free capes afterward to keep them warm, and everybody's wearing their cape with their medal. And it's like, okay, I know you yeah. ran a marathon. Okay. But yeah, you got you got to do it. So um, I've heard a lot of things recently about uh, chasing the unicorn. Oh, and it never made any sense to me, right? Until I was uh, listening to a, a 
a YouTube video about some triathletes that I like. Um, and they mentioned the phrase chasing the unicorn and then sort of explained it. Um, so the Boston Marathon official logo has a unicorn on it. Oh. Right. Yeah. Um, and the Boston Marathon is a really large marathon. Like it's sort of like a top tier. Uh, people use it to qualify for like the Olympics and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Like and you have to meet certain requirements to qualify for the Boston Marathon in the first place. Uh. <laughs> yes. As well. Um, Sorry. Says, so, our, says our native Bostonian. <laughs> oh, well, not native. Not native. But, I, I, but well, I do, you know, I do know some things. I do know what? someone who's run, the, who's run the Boston Marathon. How long so. does it take to become yeah. native? You have to be born there. You can't you have to become be native. There. Doggone it. And, like, you do it it's like your grandparents have to have been born here. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. Not native. Yeah. A resident. Native. Boston resident. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so someone in my age group, um, and like, I would have to run a marathon in under three hours, right? Wow. Which is doable. It's a six minute 50 pace. Oh, uh, like I, I, my fastest one is like three thirty six or something like that, but that was like 10 years ago. Right. Wow. Um, and so people use the phrase chasing the unicorn as chasing their Boston, uh, qualifying time so that they can uh, attempt to register for the Boston Marathon. Yeah. Uh, and so, like after after I heard that, I was like, "Oh, like it makes more sense to me. Like I understand it now." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Allison has it's clever though. Yeah, yeah. I would have never known because in my world, um, a unicorn is a like a startup. A tech startup that that uh, <laughs> succeeds, but anyway, but oh, that's good to know. Um, Allison has fun. No, not fun. It's not fun. Oh, you're wearing your Boston shirt right now. Yeah. Look at that. Wow, what a coincidence. That's the one you got at the when you were at the marathon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, she was she was um, in the crowd at the marathon when during well the bombing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I've, we're totally fine. Everybody's safe. But when there was confusion and we didn't really know what was happening or where to go, um, we went into uh, City Sports, Boston, and we were in there for like 90 minutes. And I was like, I got to buy something. <laughs> so like, I just felt, it was just like, I don't know why, because re we really didn't need to, because we were just kind of like, huddling around but um yeah so i am actually wearing my city sports boston look at that t-shirt today that i bought that day yeah it's it's a good jammies shirt and i am permanently in jammies yep. so yeah oh, yeah how about that a yeah. tie-in yeah anyone else got a tie-in they want to follow <laughs> on with uh the unicorn is the official animal for scotland mm-hmm Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea. Huh. Yeah, unicorns and dragons and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was there? Do you think there ever really was a unicorn, or is it just completely fantastical? I don't know enough about it. So I've heard, just from some of the circles that I'm in, that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need more we need more information about these circles but okay yeah. go ahead uh, that some of the the explorers and the 
medieval world found narwhal like horns mm-hmm. and oh. said hey look unicorn horns mm-hmm. um, okay and so that's sort of okay perpetuating the, the myth of unicorns okay okay that's what i've heard also mm-hmm. <laughs> narwhals are unicorns just like uh, manatees are mermaids yeah and um cyclops mammoths are uh, the predecessors for or i'm sorry one-eyed mammoths are the predecessors for cyclops they have oh. complete one-eyed mammoth skulls wow oh. no depth perception i mean how do they do it that's got to be difficult <laughs> They're large. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They okay. don't need depth perception. I guess not. <laughs> or maybe that's why they're not around anymore. Maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I have no evidence to suggest this should be true at all, but I choose to believe there were unicorns once. Yeah. I think I also heard that <laughs> rhinos might be. Just because I like to think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Oh, rhinos. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Skinny rhino. Or just yeah. like trying to describe a rhino to someone without like, it's kind of horse-shaped, but it's not a big, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I guess it's more cow-shaped. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it very round. Um, so if you guys, uh, do you guys know what bestiaries are? No. No? Yeah. So they're, um, they're standard books of like, animals and like animal hybrids that uh people would use and say like hey look you know these were real animals uh complete like most of them were just completely made up like like a jackalope yes Um, like like napoleon dynamite made one i remember (laughs) yeah ligers are real ligers (laughs) yes (laughs) uh, okay but a lot of these were like monks in the middle ages and they used some of the the drawings and descriptions to illustrate their texts, like to illuminate their texts. Okay. Uh, which is pretty cool. But um, yes. if you haven't read, like just gone through and flipped the pages of some bestiaries, um, some of the stuff they made up was just wild. Yeah, that sounds like uh my kind of reading (laughs) (laughs) oh by the way maria and in defense of there i will say there's one uh interesting thing that i discovered about books recently um i saw a collection of books that had um uh like really intricate paintings artwork on the like cut ends of the pages but it's yeah. not it's not visible unless you bend the pages and yeah that, and then it comes into view what that was super cool Can't do that with, uh, an no <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm sure there's you could hide something in an ebook somewhere also similarly interesting but yeah that was really those were those were really cool to see um see them appear when someone bends the pages yeah so yeah I, that was that was new to me. Um, so Maria, how about what what do you have for us today? Well, I'm not. We might have spoken about this before, but, but as we've established, none of, of us have good Google memories. Images. Oh yes. Oh, I don't remember. So we talked about that. 
Allison might remember. I don't. I know about it, but I'm not sure we've talked about it. I don't think we have. Okay. The origin well, of Google Google Images. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It all started in February of 2000. Okay. When Jennifer Lopez wore a now infamous green Versace dress to the Grammys. <laughs> okay. There were so many people Googling for a photo that it became the most used search term uh, that year. Okay. <laughs> and prior. Okay. Uh, and so the developers realized that they needed an image search. Uh-huh. And just, that's how Google image search was born. Oh. But it wasn't, it took a year and a half to implement. Oh, wow. And in uh, 2001, uh, there was a quarter of a million images indexed to Google image search. Uh. And in 2005, there was 1 billion images and uh, in 2010, there were 10 billion. Wow. People take a lot of pictures. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. <clears throat> wow, fascinating. Yeah, I, I feel like there's probably a lot of interesting statistics about Google search that would be that would be fun to find. Um, there's a there's a indie game developer slash, um, I guess kind of like artist of some type. I can't remember what he calls himself, but anyway, he created uh, something I thought was rather interesting. Just a dis a bunch of um, devices with e ink displays, so like paper like displays, that would update periodically um, by. Um, querying Google with like um, it would it would start with a word and then um, you know how Google does an autocomplete if you start typing mm -hmm. it would yeah. it would do the top three autocompletes so like at any topic you could find out what people are interested in, in finding out about it and there are there are some there's some pretty interesting um, things that come up in autocomplete <laughs> anyway, I wish I had some great examples but yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. But uh, yeah. Well, how, why don't we just do an experiment here? I'm just going to try it. Somebody have a word? We'll see what comes up. Unicorn. Unicorn. Yeah. Unicorn coloring pages. Unicorn costume. Unicorn cake. Um, oh. That's weird. They're all C's, but you just typed unicorn. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I think they were they were starting with leading questions like, "What if I, oh, test positive for COVID, run away to Mars, never get over you lyrics." <laughs> okay. uh, let's see. One more question. Uh, what's a start of a question? Why how do you, how I, do you catch monkeypox? How do you get polio? <laughs> How do you get pink eye? <laughs> okay. Yikes. Oh Yikes. my gosh. Okay. Uh, anyway. I like that. Enter entertaining. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a. I think it might be on. I think it might be through Vanity Fair. I can't remember what the publication is, but they have a series of like celebrity interviews, like when they're promoting movies or TV shows or new albums, and they 
give them their autocomplete questions on Google. So uh-huh. it'll be like, what yeah. does Jennifer uh-huh. Lopez? And then they like reveal Ooh. the question. It's what quite funny. does Jennifer Lopez do, eat, like to do? <laughs> okay. I think that's wired. Oh, it's wired. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those okay. are kind of fun. <laughs> what does she eat for breakfast? What does she look like now? <laughs> what does Jennifer Lopez twins look like? What? What does she sing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, speaking of, does anyone remember the book, What Does George Washington Eat for Breakfast? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> what does he eat for breakfast? <laughs> Uh, well, that's the whole point of the book. Um, <laughs> okay. So I remember reading it in elementary school and sort of like turning me into a history nerd, right? Because mm. uh, the whole like the whole premise of the book is there's this kid who's like, you know, what does George Washington eat for breakfast? And he asks it's all the adults, and they're like, well, I don't know, right? And so he goes to the library and like does a bunch of research on it and. Um, you know, it's called George Washington's Breakfast. I just Googled George it and the cover looks very familiar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was, it was a good book. Uh, highly recommends um, some sort of like egg toast, like eggy toast. Oh, there's a thing. payoff. Like they actually figure it out. They actually mm-hmm. tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Eggy yeah. toast. Eggy toast. I love <laughs> egg on toast. I know you do. Uh, even better on an English muffin, though. Yeah. But yeah. Well, it's it wouldn't be an English muffin because <laughs> <laughs> that's true. An American muffin. Well, what is an American muffin anyway? Do we English have one? English muffins were invented in New York City. That's right. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> Allison took me on the tour. Yep. <laughs> well, wow. you've been to New York City. <laughs> he's he's been to the Thomas's English Muffin House in Chelsea. Yep. <laughs> that was there's this. There's a small plaque. If you didn't, <laughs> if you weren't looking for it, you would not see it. But, yeah. <laughs> but Allison knows. She pointed it out. So, yeah. like, what? How English muffins invented in New York City? That yeah, that's... that was my big move while we were dating. <laughs> that's we right. Just that dating. Really... <laughs> yes. Would you like to see where English muffins were invented? <laughs> yes. Follow me. Well, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would work on me too yeah and in return i was like would you like to see the i don't know if it's the world or at least um the cities the smallest park in the city i also took you there what yeah but i i knew about it <laughs> what yeah, I I knew that oh, one. No, you did not. Oh my gosh, no, you did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what's <laughs> taking that away from me? Um, it's just a it's a triangular plaque in the West Village. Yeah. Yeah. So it, well, it's not really a park. It's the it's like land that the owner refused to like cede for eminent domain. It's just like a little yeah. triangle. And the city took it anyway, but they yeah. made a mistake when they drew out the line and they accidentally left off a corner, <laughs> a tiny, tiny corner. <laughs> like you can barely get two, two feet on it. Yeah. And, but he, they, they're like, this is ours. This does not belong to the city and it's carved into the stone right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's all they had left of their whole land because they, they wanted to put, uh, what, the railway through there or something? What? No, I think it's when they changed where, like, 6th Avenue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. K. 
Caitlin, do you? I, I should have let you go first. Do you hear some? Do you hear some? I hear some special guests. Yes, yeah. Miles. Yes, he's awoken. Somebody has woken up. And this happy boy. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so you may hear some uh, a, a few baby noises. Hopefully, they will have be happy ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I was going to. So this week the Nobel prizes were announced, and I was going to talk about that, but I think I'm going to save it for next week because instead I want to answer a question that you threw out a few minutes ago. Oh. Off the off the cuff, and you did not realize that there was an answer to it. Oh. And that question was you asked about depth perception. Oh, or yeah. Or a one-eyed mammoth. Okay. So yeah. I don't know, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know specifically for a one-eyed for a one-eyed mammoth, but I do know for several types some certain types of birds. And I don't remember the exact ones. Unfortunately, I'm pulling this from my memory. Um, but there are certain types of birds that because they don't so you need two eyes that are looking at basically the same thing from very slightly different angles in order to have true what we think of as depth perception, right? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so for birds, for certain birds that have, you know, their eyes, the field of vision for each eye doesn't really overlap enough oh, to I give see. them depth perception. What they will do instead is very rapidly bob their heads. Oh. And so that slight, so if you, if you were to do this and you, especially this works, especially well, if you're like outdoors and you can look at something in the distance and if you bob your head a little, things that are closer to you are going to move, so to speak, you know, are going to look like they're moving more than things that are further away from you. And so then the uh. birds, their brains can like rapidly integrate that information and basically that's how they have depth, their version of depth perception. Wow, that's that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try it like one eyed, head bobbing. See if I can so, yeah. see if I can do it. So, the reason that this, um, so I I haven't confirmed with this this with my eye doctor, but um, well, for, when I was younger, my my eyes didn't work together very well. Mm -hmm. And they still don't super great. So like my depth perception is not great. Um, but I am of the belief that this is basically what I have adapted to doing is like integrating small movements in kind of, you know, into the, the integrating the effects of small movements into like what I, what passes for depth perception with me. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Wow, so someone might describe your movements as bird-like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's that's really interesting. I yeah. hadn't thought of that, but that's a really clever way to overcome um, uh -huh. lack of stereo vision. Yeah, that's really Stereoscopic cool. vision. So, um, I also have a bit of a personal anecdote that it was also it was apparently the week for, for uh, dog-induced injuries. Oh, oh no. no. What yeah. happened? Yeah, so... Um, so last week, uh, I don't know if you, I, I haven't listened to last week's episode. So I don't know if you mentioned that I was out with a cold. Yeah. Um, yep. But I was, as I was getting getting over the cold, um, well, first Miles got the cold. And then as we were both getting over the cold, one day I, I went to, out to take Paris for a walk. And she got excited seeing our neighbor and pulled on the leash at the wrong moment that I also tripped. And then I fell oh. down. Oh. Uh, one of my knees oh <laughs> um, my gosh and 
Um, and it happened right outside our next door neighbor's house. And so Brett saw me through the window, just kind of like eat it. (laughs) Like one second I was there and then the next second I was on the ground. Oh no. (laughs) So I, I, and then I was a bit scraped up on my arms and, um, you know, no lasting damage, but it was, I was like, oh man, (laughs) seriously. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I guess one of the advantages of a cat. I've never heard of anyone get jerked around by a cat, but <laughs> well, you can trip over. people have definitely tripped over cats. That's true. Down. Yeah, and that is yeah. the thing because that's true. I've had it... cats who like to sleep on the stairs. And, you know, you yes. try to go down the stairs, especially in the dark, and you're like, yeah, asking for trouble. So. Yes, yes. Zoe, one of the cats at the place I was staying, did that. She just laid on the stairs, and she would not move. <laughs> so you just had to be careful (laughs) yeah yes we had they had some some interesting cats they all have very different personalities um one of them really liked my shoes for some reason it was uh, was pretty odd but every time i'd come in cat would run over and wait for me to take my shoes off and then would would lie on them or just stick his head in and have a nice nice whiff like very odd. That sounds like cat behavior. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have a cat who also liked shoes, but I mean, just would kind of just like to sit next to them. Um. So like wherever you when you left your shoes by the door, he okay. would go over and just be like, "I'm gonna curl up next to the shoes." Okay. And so we always joked that he thought he was a shoe. We're like, "Oh, what's the cat? Oh, he's over there being a shoe." Okay. So. Yeah. That's yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, Robert, my my host always complained that his um, slippers were always smashed because they, the cats lay on his slippers and smash them down. <laughs> yes. Yep. Pretty funny cats. Uh, let's see. Who do we have next up? RJ, Allison. do you have a fun fact? Um, I actually do. I have one yes. that's sort of relevant to what we've talked about, and I have one that's sort of relevant to, like, this week. Okay. Uh, I don't know which one is better to do. Does anyone have a preference? Uh, do a related one. Okay. Is my favorite week of the year. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, Maria and I were talking earlier this week about vision and yeah. I said oh. something about my prescription being 2400. Wow. Like if 2020 is normal or average or perfect, whatever the case may be, uh, mine is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And Maria said that she does not know what that means because I guess in Sweden they don't use that. She says she's heard 2020 in movies mm-hmm. and never elsewhere. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay, here's what I've heard. I am not confident at all that this is correct. (laughs) But then I texted my friend who's in optometry school and she texted the doctor that she works for and confirmed that this is true. If you have 20-20 vision, what the average person can see at 20 meters, you can also see at 20 meters. If you have 20-400 vision, what the average person can see at 400 you need to be within 20 meters to see it. Whoa. Wow. So Jake claims or used to claim that he had 2010 no, vision, I, but 2015. I don't <laughs> ever. 
so that would be just slightly better than average normal whatever i'm still not entirely sure if 2020 is supposed to be i guess it's not perfect because it could be could be better but that's yep. like what you shoot for when you get glasses is like yeah. normal average mm-hmm. so there you go that's what uh yeah. means. interesting yeah yeah i was like i heard this once i read this once i thought somebody told me it was not true so it's like hold on let me, let me <laughs> <laughs> And uh, her doctor confirmed that it is, in fact, true. Wow. Fascinating. Good to know. And it's yeah. meters, not feet. Okay. Yes. So, Maria, what do, how do they rate your vision in Sweden? Well, uh, plus and minus. So, zero is perfect. Oh. And minus and is better than perfect? No, uh, it depends on if you see bad, uh, if you're nearsighted or oh. sighted. They do that here too. That's what yeah, it, yeah contacts. contacts. That's what your prescription. Yeah. They'll say like plus, oh. or like if yeah. you you know if you buy the like the cheap readers at the drugstore, those are always plus because they're for they're for you know seeing better yeah. up close. I thought that was uh, for yeah. magnification. For the the readers, well, it partly is, yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Interesting. So we have two different things, but I yeah. guess it's unnecessary. Yeah. You can just use the plus and minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea what my vision is. I just know that my my contacts prescription is like negative seven. <laughs> that's oh, okay. that's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I have one plus I and one minus. What? Whoa. That's, that's kind of cool. Actually. <laughs> that's pretty wild. So without glasses, I have like 95% vision or 90. Wow. So then if you need to see close, you can squint <laughs> and look with one eye. And if you need to see far away, you can use the other eye. Yeah. If my glasses. Uh, break, I can do that, but I'm not supposed to. And now you know you not can bob back and forth and get, and get uh, depth perception too. <laughs> You're all good. <laughs> ah, very cool. Um, all right, Allison, what have you got? Um, so mine sort of does fit on the theme of semi-mythical animals. Okay. Um, it's also uh, fits in the theme of parks. Oh. And I picked it because we're now officially in the spooky season. Okay. Um, yes. So <laughs> there is currently a petition in, in Manhattan um, by a former Manhattan borough historian to rename or to name a new green space, a new park in East Harlem, the um, Alligator Sewer Park. What? <laughs> After who's gonna want to go there? <laughs> uh, it's in a space that no one's gonna go to anyway. It's like okay. right um, on like a hundred East one hundred twenty third Street, right where you get on the bridge to go over to Queens, okay. right, like the RFK Bridge. Okay. So I don't think it's gonna be a popularly used space anyway. But um, so it's named. People assumed it was named after kind of like the urban legend of alligators being in the sewer in New York City. Okay. But apparently there is a historical incident 
of an alligator being pulled out of a sewer in New York City. Oh. So it is it is a real thing that happened. Um, <laughs> okay. So in 1935, there was a group of teenage boys um, shoveling snow near a manhole cover um, on 123rd and 2nd Avenue. Um, and one of the boys was like swore he saw an alligator. And his friends were like, no, you, you did not see an alligator. <laughs> like, we're in New York City. Calm down. Um but he was like, no, there's an alligator in there. And they were, they started like poking like uh-huh. the ends of their shovels. Oh, no. Yeah, there's, sorry, there's some animal cruelty in this. I'm sorry. Um, into the sewer and, and an alligator came out. Um, wow. And apparently the, the boys killed the alligator, uh. unfortunately, because they said it became vicious. Well, if you poke at any animal, they're not going <laughs> to. Yeah. Um, but... The alligator weighed 125 pounds, wow. was photographed and displayed in the local newspaper. Um, and they think the origin of it is apparently in the 1930s, it was very popular to be able to mail order baby alligators from oh like comic books. And they think one of them was discarded when it got too big and did somehow manage to survive wow. in the sewer till it reached that size. Till some boys found it. Till some boys found it. That's sad. Yeah. Um, it, apparently it was not in great shape. It was not like a thriving alligator. It was like oh, okay. sickly. Um, so I don't, I don't know if this is the best in- incident to name a public park after. And apparently like the local community board is like, we should name it after someone important to the community. <laughs> not this like <laughs> horrible encounter that happened in the 1930s, but the historian is pretty committed that it would bring kind of new attention to the neighborhood so yeah plus that poor alligator at least and i feel like yeah it deserves a little recognition yep so yeah sorry it's a little bit don't of a be bummer. cruel to animals don't be cruel to animals <laughs> but they're they're good people are going to remember the alligator more than they're going to remember those those teenage boys that's yep. for sure that's mm-hmm. true yep yep oh wow so you might might get a park named after him yep Okay. Yep. We'll wow. Go, go up and see it. Wow. Go to Sewer Alligator Park. Yeah, that's something. It was weird when I, I was in Florida this past summer. Um, I guess it's still, is it still summer? I don't know. Anyway, earlier this year. And there are alligators everywhere and people just think it's normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. I was a really interesting podcast about that a couple weeks ago. About, like, uh, well, it was a sort of true crime podcast. It was like trying to do search and rescue and stuff when alligators are a concern oh. um, they'll have like a, a sniper from the police department like there with the search and rescue divers uh ready to uh react if any alligators attack wow <laughs> that's, oh. uh, that's crazy yeah yeah, it's like, oh, beautiful water. Uh, does anyone swim here? Oh, there's an alligator. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I have another thing if we want to end yeah. the podcast. Go for it. Go for it. Notes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> all good. Uh, so, as RJ knows, one of my favorite weeks of the year uh, is... I guess it's, yeah, it's only a week, but 
Um, it's called Fat Bear Week. Ooh. Oh, I've never heard of it. Oh, it Let's go 747. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 47 for the win. Yes. Also, fan uh, 747 here. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I hope you're going to explain this. <laughs> so, um, it's an, an initiative started uh, by uh, Katmai Park National Park up in Alaska uh, okay. back in 2014 uh, to bring awareness for some of the bears that they have on the island. Oh. Um, and it is named Fat Bear Week. It takes after uh, kind of a March Madness style matchup bracket um, to name the fattest bear of the park. Um, <laughs> and I like to explain to people, and I, they also like to explain to people that bears gain a lot of weight right before winter hibernation sets in uh, so that they can make it through the winter. Um, and so we're not making fun of the bears. Um, we are actively encouraging their growth so that they make it through the winter. Um, but yeah, just the amount of like weight that they lose um, and then regain over the summer, right? Wow. Uh, it's, it's pretty impressive. But yeah, uh, all the, the chubby bears, they're, <laughs> uh, they're quite big at this point. Um, so yeah, encourage you to go vote. Uh, I think this year is from October 5th through the 11th. So you got a couple more days, a couple more matchups. Oh, so we can um, vote now? Yes, you can vote now. Oh, we'll have to send me a link so I can put it in the podcast notes. Okay. Awesome. So what's 747? Uh, he's bear number 747. Um, oh, he doesn't have a name yet. They're all just numbered until they get a name. Uh, some of them have names, um, but he... Is is some... he the baby ones? Uh... Or like the young one? I'm really following. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think 901. 901 is a baby from 909, which I think 901 won last year or the year before. Um, mostly because they were pregnant at the time of the competition. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. Wow. Oh. No. Oh. I think 747's out, though. I think Holly beat him. Okay. Apparently, 747 didn't get a nickname because people liked that he was the size of an airplane. <laughs> and people didn't think he needed one. That's why he didn't get another name. But he's out? Uh, if I'm, I don't know if I'm reading the bracket correctly, but okay, I need to find it. Hold on. All right. Well, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I had no idea. <laughs> Um, because the only thing we've had here is um, we get to vote f for goats yeah. here. So they bring um, goats in from from farmland to um, eat like very difficult. There's like some tall, some really steep areas that are overgrown. And they bring a bunch of goats in to clean up, yeah. eat all the vegetation. Yeah. And... Uh, what do you, we get to vote for what the most popular I, or I don't remember I what you're voting what the, for. what the like award they get is. Yeah, I think they get to stay longer or something. Yeah, they do get to stay longer, but um, I don't remember what they win. It's called, it's called the running of the goats, but I don't remember. It's just, uh, you just pick like a goat champion. Yeah. 
We had our favorite, but uh, I don't think she won. She we didn't had, win. She was out early. We had a favorite because she was kind of a loner. Every, no, everyone shunned her. She was missing an ear. She, yeah, she was missing an ear. She, she, was, she, did not, she was not the handsomest goat in, yeah. the, in the bunch. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, we voted for her. At least I did. <laughs> yeah, I did too. <laughs> but, but she did not win. Anyway. I can't wait to vote for the fattest bear. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will be uh, checking that out. Today's fattest is uh, 151 versus 128 and 901 versus 480. So 747 is officially out. Oh, oh we're down to the last four. Yeah. It's, uh, like I said, March Madness bracket. Uh, <laughs> people submit fantasy brackets on who they want to win. Okay. Um, I don't know what the prize is for that, but yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. I think that's it for our fun facts, right? Yep. That's it. Okay. All right. RJ, can you tell people where they can find us online? Yes. If you like. <laughs> <laughs> I have some help today. <laughs> yes. If you like the show, follow us on all the social media. We're at Hot Chai Games on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're not watching live right now, we're also Hot Chai Games on YouTube, where we record this podcast with live art every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. If you are watching live right now, stick around for the Match Solitaire Daily Challenge. Either way, like, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a plug. All right. I appreciate that. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.